0: bloom and bloom this is christine
1: and this is taylor
0: welcome back to the show everybody
1: we're here you're here we're excited
0: that's the only requirement
1: absolutely is that you've showed up we've showed up
0: and we'd be doing this even if you didn't show up yeah. so thanks for because showing guess up guess
1: what we like to talk we should i don't know if you've noticed
0: we certainly do <laughs>
1: We have to, like, cut ourselves off after, like, the talk portion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we have to be like, okay, we have to, we really have to do the show now.
1: I know. I was like, if we ever had, like, more time, uh, we could do, like, an extra Patreon where it's, like, everything but the murder, and it's just us, like, oh yeah, BSing around. Everything but murder. I kind
0: of love that. (laughs)
1: Because it's just, like, nonsense over here. Always. Which we love.
0: I mean, that's why you
1: guys are here, right? Yeah. Because
0: you can definitely Google all these murders yourself, but this is hopefully more fun and entertaining.
1: And who really wants to Google murders
0: besides us, apparently? (laughs) I'm like, I do it all the time. All day long. But uh, how was your week? Oh, so good. What'd you do? We had a birthday. Yeah.
1: My oldest baby turned six. So big right now. (laughs) I know. Did he
0: have a birthday party? Yeah.
1: We did it at uh, Nickelcade. Okay. Uh, Which, you know, arcades are always a treat. I underestimated, like it was. I'm I'm trying to do parties that put in minimal effort for me. One hundred percent. You know, mm. like for my four year old's party, I hired Spider Man to come, Mm-hmm. and that's and what he, they want. He ran with the kids for an hour, and then I fed them pizza at the park and sent them on their merry way. Pizza it and out cake of the park there. Um, but this one we just rented a room, and then they could run around. But the thing I underestimated was. Helping kids pick out prizes with their tickets.
0: It's my nightmare. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you can either have this stupid bouncy ball or like a dumb, dumb
1: sucker. And they're like, uh, ooh, I don't know. Right? I was like helping one of my friend's kids. And it's like, you can have anything on the bottom row and then something on the top row. So one from the bottom, one from the top. And she's like, I want that bear up there. I was like. Oh, you're like no I know you do and honestly you've probably paid enough like I've probably paid enough for that bear I probably should have just bought you a bear but here um, we are here we are decisions were get, made you get either a plastic finger you get <laughs> I was like what are these prizes I know so they are trash they're
0: like or an army guy with a parachute that will get tangled on the first drop absolutely
1: <laughs> my my Birthday boy, he got to do like a wheels. He spun a wheel to earn extra tickets. Oh yes! So he got the most tickets, and he spent ninety percent on candy. He could have bought at the gas station for twenty cents. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. he bought like the gummy pizzas. Oh, oh, but the the thrill of it all. (laughs) I hate it, but he loves them. So he had a great time, which was good. (laughs) That's so good. But I was cracking up getting to that point. I was like, I forgot. That you have to, like, explain these things to small children. I know, and six-year-olds are like, what? Yeah. Well, and then I have my four-year-old, Declan, who's like... Ah! <laughs> like, just whatever. Just so happy to be there, probably, with, yeah. like, the big kids. Oh, yeah. He's always pumped. But That's amazing. Well, yeah. good job, Mom. And then my... My baby just turned six months today. I know. I'm like, in my mind, she's still a newborn. I know. It feels like I just had her. And she like
0: rocks piggy tails like it's her job.
1: She has so
0: much hair. And like the biggest
1: little blue eyes. I call I her, her a, so much. A, Her hair, I call her a fluff nugget. She is a fluff nugget. It's like <laughs> all you can, ex- like I put in a bow. I even like bought clip bows and sometimes her fluff will come out of the clip. <laughs> and so it's like a clip on the side and then just like a fluff on the top. <laughs> like and a, a like, little mohawk. Yeah. She's kind of like a baby chick. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, she's like fuzzy, fuzzy little hair, but it's like four inches long. And it's substantial. <laughs> I'm like, how is it not weighed down yet? It's just, just I fluffy don't understand. As can be. <laughs> I hope she has volume like that. Oh yeah, at our age, can you imagine? They're I'm like, what I would. They're give. like, oh my gosh,
0: baby wears a bump. It <laughs> like her hair is got way too much volume. Her mom back combs the shit out of it, right? They're like, she's round brushing that,
1: and I'm like, I'm not. Yeah,
0: you're like Dyson. I got a teeny tiny round brush. <laughs> All natural, okay, guys? Maybe she was born with it. No, she definitely was. She
1: definitely was. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Um, uh, I went to Mexico. You did? First
0: timer. I've never been either, so Well, we'd been on stops on cruises, but for some reason I feel like that doesn't count. So Yeah, I've not even done a cruise, so I know, no. like I'd never been through customs before. I've never done an international flight. Wait, you've never been out of the country before? No, not besides like a cruise. <gasps> and then I've been to Hawaii, which I mean it's off the continent at least. Let me tell you.
1: We went to Europe. You yeah. Know, did our whole little adventure. The different stops that we did, going through cus or going through, you know, like where you get your passport stamped and stuff. Mm-hmm some places were like really strict they're like what are you here for like blah 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 blah. blah. felt very right uh, like especially coming back to the states they're mm -hmm. like did you bring anything back home did you how long were you there did somebody else handle your bags yeah i'm like i don't know (laughs) i was like i was just here for fun maybe maybe the bellhop maybe the bellhop touched my (laughs) bag. i think he did it (laughs) but um there were like i think when we got to paris So people were like laughing their heads off. I don't even think they looked as which is surprising
0: because French people are famously rude. They
1: weren't. That's
0: amazing. They were not.
1: I mean, I heard that, and honestly, they were super nice. I think you just have to like not be a dick, (laughs) guys. (laughs) Step one. Step one in travel: Mm -hmm. don't be a dick to other people. Do not. People don't like that. They don't. I know you might be shocked by that, but. You I know. know. If you just are kind and you just are like trying your best, I think most people are like, "Hey, I know you're a nice person." And I
0: feel like since there's no masks on planes anymore, people are just overall just in a better mood.
1: Everyone yeah, wanted to fist fight over that all the time, so there was that. I didn't travel on a plane during that, so I don't know. No,
0: we we did, but just like. Um, Obviously, within the States. So, yeah. anyways. But, so it wasn't um, a huge thing. Yeah. Mexico was gorgeous. Because uh, everything you posted looked beautiful. I know. We got to stay at this really incredible house. One of our friends has a very fancy rich uncle, and we got to stay Ooh. at their house. Ooh. And it was, like, on a cliffside overlooking the ocean. And it Incredible. was, like,
1: had a hot tub and a patio and, like... So does he, like, Airbnb this or is, is he just... I think he does. Okay.
0: But, like, we just got to go because we were yeah. with his nephew. But he was, like, one of the times we came and stayed, we found out that Jada and Will Smith had stayed here the week before. What? The, like, so, what? That's crazy. It's, like, that fancy. Wow. But it was so fun. We just, like, went around on mopeds the whole time. Yeah. It was incredible. I like We were only there for a few days. I like wanted to cry the last day. I was like, I'm
1: not ready to go home. My friend was in Mexico the same time you were. Oh, really? And she, like, they rented an Airbnb that they could, like, you can pay an extra little bit and then you get, like, a cook oh, at your house and stuff. So, so like, fun. they had someone cooking for them. And I was like, a dream. And she was loving she it. She didn't it. want to come back either. So. Do you know where they went in Mexico? Puerto Vallada. Oh, okay. Porto Vallarta. Nice. I can't even like, I'm a bottle Yeah.
0: And the water was warm and water was blue
1: because we just went to California where the water's freaking cold. Oh, yeah. And, like, California beaches. Mucky. Like, I'll take a beach. I enjoy beaches. But, yeah. But like, California beaches are not good. Nah, not that great. They're like, cold and chilly yeah and like the water's not crazy clear
0: no and this place it was like kind of in a cove so there weren't like waves breaking on the beach mm-hmm. so it was like you could actually get in and like see your feet which is big for me because yeah you know, i hate the water totally but the sand was coarser but it i've actually liked it because it's, it's way you down yeah and you can just like flick it off of you instead mm-hmm. of like california sand it is just cemented on it's in every crevice oh my gosh yes
1: yeah But anyway, so that's what I did. No, totally. I was shocked when we were in Italy and we went to these beaches that were like amazing. Mm. And seriously, you could like walk on the beach and you could see into the water. I was like, this is incredible. What is this? I love it so much.
0: (sighs) Crystal clear. I I
1: love traveling. Right.
0: I hate the actual traveling part, though. Oh, getting there. No. Yeah. I mean, no, luckily that you. flight wasn't too long, but, you know, just yeah. traveling in general is not great.
1: No. But anyway. Uh, you also uh, finished Severance? Yes. Could I hear your thoughts? Um, yes. I mean, no spoilers. No. But like- I thoroughly
0: enjoyed it. So where it leaves you off, it's just like setting you up for the next You're season, like- right? no D- Todd was so mad he was so mad at how it ended he's like are you shitting me he like threw his phone and the remote like that is the most angry he's ever been at the end of a show
1: I know my friend watched it without her husband and then made her husband watch it with her yeah and he was like no I have to wait a whole year why would you do this to me?" and she's like ah. I know I'm like
0: I finally kind of know what's going on and now it's just like
1: yeah yep not it's so good I love it so much.
0: So good. We'll have to talk about it off the air when we can say spoilers. But highly recommend. The weirdest thing I've seen in years. Like we've said,
1: totally different from anything you've ever seen.
0: Yes. But now we need a new show. I don't know what to watch now. Like with Todd. Hmm.
1: I know. So I needed a recommendation
0: from you. And if you guys have a recommendation, please DM us. Send them our way. Because I'm like, (sighs) what is life now? Every time we end a show, I get a little low-key depressed. Well, there's still
1: that like Josh Brolin one that like someone recommended to us that I have on my list. I just haven't gotten to it yet, but it's on Amazon Prime. Oh. And it's kind of like... Is it true crimey? No, it's like... Oh. It's kind of like Yellowstone-ish. But oh. But totally. At least that's what I think. I'll well, have to look
0: it up. Yeah, and I can't wait for whenever Yellowstone's going to come out because... Right?
1: Yes. I still need to watch that. Oh, you better. See, I'm so behind. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. Outer yeah. Range is what it's called. Oh. <sighs> It's like unfathomable says a rancher fighting for his land and family discovers an unfathomable mystery at the edge of Wyoming's wilderness. Wow. So wow. That check sounds, that out. That sounds great. I know. I've heard it's good. So I'm, I have it on my list. I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Those are my only two notes I wrote down. That's all. Got. Um, my mom wanted me to ask you. Oh my gosh. Tracy? Tracy wanted wants me to ask, ask me? you if you have heard anything about this plaid shirt killer that's what? from your neck of the woods. What? You haven't heard about this? No. Okay, so apparently there's this guy. I, I'll have to look up words. Like where exactly. from like Utah. From Utah in your county. What? Yes. Well, let me look. I bet I know him. Probably. I probably have his home phone number memorized. <laughs> so he... I put plaid shirt killer and literally 400 plaid shirts came up. That's not... <laughs> but basically, it's this guy. Okay. Detectives declare, declare dead Utah man serial killer. 60-year-old mystery. He... So, from Mount Pleasant. So oh, maybe So, San it's Pete County. Yes. But he... They thought he died of a car accident, Mm -hmm. and then 60 years later, he's been linked to, like, all these, like, murders. (gasps) And turns out that he killed himself.
0: He, like... It's like a huge mystery. Not suicide? No, But, like, a fake suicide. Yeah. Oh, my.
1: Yeah. Faked his own death. Yeah. To be a murderer. What? Well, he, like... I think he killed himself because he thought... Oh! Because he had done all this stuff. I see. But he had, like, killed a bunch of people. I'm not... You know, I haven't read a ton about it. That's why I was just bringing it up to you to see if you had heard anything
0: about it. So So he died back in the 60s then. Yeah. And he like had taken his own life because he was a
1: murderer. Mm -hmm, But his family thought that he died a different way. Like, I don't know. It's crazy.
0: (gasps) And he was apparently a child molester. Yes. Oh, my. It's terrible. Terrible. He, he, whoa. Okay. I'm going to have to look into this. Right. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Tracy. I cannot believe I let something in my county go right, un- Especially unleashed. murder related. This is huge. This is huge right? for Sanpete County.
1: <laughs> it's not every day we get a murderer. Yeah. No. But it is some days. There are some days that it happens. There are. Um, people, uh, we got really great feedback about people loving the story about your mom. Oh, really? Yes. What did they say? I don't I, think I I can't it.
0: even believe it. <laughs> I know. My sister-in-law, That's it. texted me. She's like, I'm listening to this story about your mom. You have to tell me right now. Did she get her money back? I can't deal.
1: You're like, I'm going to make you sweat it out. Yeah.
0: I didn't see your text till later. So then she was like, oh, my gosh. What yeah. a relief. Oh, my. I can't even. I know. My sister called me and is like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, guys, if a Publishing Clearinghouse reaches out to you. Don't. It's a no-go. It's a no-go unfortunately Listen if they show us. up at
1: your house
0: because they no. have your address you curb stomp that check you Ugh. don't take it they're <laughs> like
1: here's a hundred thousand dollars cash they like <laughs> leave the thing at your door You're burn like, it no i will <laughs> not
0: take it they they almost conned christine's mom they're not gonna get me too no and then you put
1: it in all in the shredder oh who owns a shredder right we do I actually (laughs) bought one for Jared for Christmas one year. Wow.
0: What a good wife you are.
1: (laughs) He loved it. He just shreds everything. He does. He's like, do you think
0: I could shred my shirt? And he just like tries it. Yeah.
1: That's exactly (laughs) what we use it for. (laughs) Just shred your clothes after you commit a crime. Not our important documents at all.
0: (laughs) Well, that's good. Just your credit cards. Yeah. I mean- Stolen credit
1: cards. We have stuff. (laughs) I mean, just like all of our stuff. I don't know. He scans everything in and then like shreds things. He's so organized. He's so. I just rip up mail. Even if I need that mail, I just rip it up and throw it away. And you're like, wait, that was my mortgage payment. And I'm (laughs) like, they'll send another. (laughs) (laughs) They always do. They're like, hey, <laughs> you keep tearing this up. We need you to pay. No. Uh, when me and Todd lived in our town home, I just did not know
0: what to do with all this mail. A lot of it was just junk. So I just kept putting it in a cupboard. And mm-hmm. I had, when we moved, we had a full ass cupboard just full of like bills and mail. Oh, yeah. Like, because we always
1: pay our bills electronically. Yeah. So, But they Same. still, like a lot of them still come in the mail. Yeah. Even if you sign up for electronic, it's dumb. Yeah. I'm just like, save the trees. And like, just we, don't. 90% of our bills up are set up up on pay, yes like and the ones that aren't about it.
0: like uh, jocelyn's tumbling i always have to pay late fees because i'm like why aren't why doesn't why don't you have a reoccurring you're like can you just situation? take my money please i know i'm like just take it when i'm not looking right <laughs> how much do i have to convince you to just take my i know money? they're like you have a late fee and i'm like well you get an automatic payment this is right? on you <laughs> this is on you this is
1: not on me <laughs> oh ridiculous but yeah i don't know Anyway, I remember when you lived in that townhouse. Yeah, a good time. Yeah, hmm. I I found a picture
0: of that I did your hair for a wedding when I lived there. I know yep. updos it used to be beautiful. my jam. Beautiful, it was cute. It was especially for the time. Not yeah. so much now, probably.
1: I still like it. I'll do it again. Yeah, things <laughs> right now. Actually, you guys. We're shifting gears today. We're doing <laughs> hair, which you can't see. I'm just going to tell you what it looks like. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to be taking up the first one-fourth quadrant of the hair, and then we're going to be spinning mm. it backwards into a beautiful... Shing-yong. Sounds pretty.
0: Ooh. <laughs> you know what I want to do, though? I want to get a mannequin head again so I can practice updos, because I loved doing them. You did? Mm-hmm. I Hated it. I don't. I didn't realize I was good at it until I worked at Falling Waters with you. Yeah. And it was prom, and apparently everybody else had like colors all day, and nobody like had openings. So yeah. I I did like probably twelve girls' hair for prom that like, day. Great. And I was like, whoa, I'm actually good at this. <laughs> Oof. It was like Oof. one of those things, you know. They're like, fake it till you make it. That's what I did when I showed up I'm at impressed. my dress. Well, yeah, and and then they showed me a picture, and I was like, pin, pin, curls, chignon. Beautiful. And I just did it. And you had like a whole scrapbook portfolio of all
1: your Mm -hmm, updos.
0: Yes. With little stickers. Like, you remember Stampin' Up? That was like one of the names. That's what I, yep, I had that. I loved it. Just kidding, I never had that. No, you did not. (laughs) Anyway, anything else? No. Me either. Do you that's know who's it. first? Uh I, you. Okay. That's, I believe. It's probably for the best because mine's not fun.
1: Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right before Droslin was leaving to Tumbling, she's like, Mom, tell me what your story's about. And I was like, I cannot. And
1: you're like, first off, Taylor's here. Second off,
0: I know. No. I was like, I can't tell you Taylor's right here, and it's a surprise. She mm-hmm. was like, Okay. Yeah. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the Turpin family. Does that sound familiar to you? Uh, I feel like I've heard the name. Yeah, you might. I feel like I've seen it so much lately that I'm like, I just got to cover it. She was like, one of the daughters was on a magazine and then Mm. it's popped up on someone my social media. So I was like, today's the day.
1: It's happening.
0: Okay, so here are my sources. I mostly got everything from, I watched a ABC 2020 episode, I guess, by Diane Sawyer's She interviews them, and it's called Escaping the House of Horrors. Whoa. And I just watched it on YouTube and also Wikipedia. I love it. Okay, so this is pretty recent. So in your mind's eye, go back to January 14th, 2018. (gasps) Very similar. Oh, my gosh. Very, very recent. And that's my dad's birthday. Shout out. Oh, Shout out. Shout
1: out, Papa. He
0: was 62 that year, okay? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So- uh January 14th, uh, 2018, it is bright and early, 5.49 a.m., and we are in Paris, California. Not Paris, France. Nope. Nope. Okay, so a security camera, we're looking out. It's probably a doorbell cam. It catches footage from across the street, and it's one of those streets where all the houses are like, they look the same, and they're all like really close together. Okay, yeah. So we see a figure climbing out of a ground floor window. <gasps> And it's like a young, what seems to be a very uncertain looking girl. She like hesitates and then like takes off running. So she's clutching an old cell phone. And this is when the 911 call is made. So we hear we hear the whole phone call. Yes. So it's a 17-year-old, Jordan Turpin is her name. She calls 911 and tells the female yeah. dispatcher. Is this reading a bell yeah. now? Yeah. That she's ran away from home. And she can't tell them where she is because she doesn't know. She has no idea. Um, she's never.
1: She says she's never been outside. Do you know what this reminds me of? Tell me. Uh, that Brendan Fraser movie. Uh, what's it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Blast from the past.
0: Oh, do you ever watch that? Like barely. <laughs> Does he go in the like he travels in time? No, he okay. like lives underground
1: for oh. like a million years and then yeah
0: yeah. Okay, I see it now. I see it. So she's trying her very hardest to convey to the dispatch how dire her family needs help. Says so she's she's absolutely my hero because she's like, oh, yeah. have you heard this phone call? Yeah. it's. She's like, she's so cute. Okay, so she says, I live in a family of 15. Our parents abuse us. And then the dispatcher asks how they are abused. And she says, they hit us. They throw us across the room. They pull our hair. And most importantly, why she's calling is because she has two little sisters that are chained up right now. Oh, my gosh. And she's staying on the line with them because, uh, but they show a clip of her now. And she's like beautiful and just like bright and so cute. And she says that she was so frantic because she had never talked to a person on the phone before. Which is just crazy. Mind-blowing. Wow. Like she's never like such basic things that you learn how to do. She's never done it. So she's like, the way you like look, if you didn't know anything about her, you'd be like, well, something is like really bizarre here. Yeah. Because she's never used a phone before. Okay. So they ask for her address of where she is. Oh, they. sorry. They asked for her address of her home, and she says, one minute. And so she digs out an envelope from her backpack that she has. And because it was so so, smart, so planned out. She doesn't know her address. So she starts reading off a bunch of numbers to the dispatcher. And the lady on the phone is like. She's really nice to her, but she's like, okay, so that's your zip code, sweetie. Mm-hmm. I need like a street name. And because she doesn't know like what an address is. Totally. So I'm just like, oh, you poor thing. She's 17. Wild. And she's yeah. like, okay. So she finally gives them what they need. And then um, she tells them that she's never been out, like outside. So it's, I just won't ever get over it. No. Um, so she's waiting for an officer to come and she's waiting like in the middle of the road because she doesn't know that you should be standing on a sidewalk because she's never been
1: outside. It's insane.
0: Yeah. So she was so nervous that her parents would find out that she left and come out to literally kill her. So they're like, stay where you are. And she's like, no, I like want to keep running. Yeah. So, um, she waits and she's brave for her sisters who are chained up and she tells dispatch that she has planned this escape because her sisters were begging her to go get help it's so sad. She says that they live in absolute filth and they're only allowed to bathe like once a year. And yeah, so she's like, we're never allowed to bathe. They said, when was your last bath? She's like, I don't know, a year ago. I can't even imagine like what the happens to smell. your body. Yeah. Like, I feel like you would get sores. And- oh, absolutely. Okay. They're keeping her on the phone because if she hangs up, they they don't think that they'll get be able to get her back because her phone is old and it's actually like disabled and the only thing it will do is call nine one one. Wow, I know, which is like a really cool feature that phones totally. have. Even like flip phones, even yeah. if they're out of battery, they'll still call nine one one. It's which crazy, is so nice. Yes. So they they're asking her like, "Does your family have any weapons in the house?" And she says she thinks that her father might have a gun. She's never seen it, but she's heard them talk about it a lot. And she doesn't know. She's she says literally, "quote I don't know much about my mother," which is so sad. Uh, she never spends time with them and. They ask if anyone in the home is on medication, and she doesn't know what medication is. So they explain to her what, like, medicine is, and she says, oh, no, When sometimes when we're sick, we'll take Robitussin. That's, like, the only medication she's ever taken.
1: And she's just, like, she's not spent much time with her mom? Yeah, like it's she's crazy. like, I don't know much about my mom. I know.
0: We'll get into it a little bit more. So she starts rattling off the names and ages of her siblings, but all the names have been redacted. But I'm pretty sure they all start with a J, which is like 21 kids and counting vibes. can you
1: even come up with that many names that start with J? I
0: don't know. I don't know. But it just reminded me of 19 kids and counting or whatever it is. Yeah. So the ages span from 2 years old to 29 years old. And she is 17. Yeah. That's the thing that kills me is there's so many adult children And they're still there. Yes. Yeah. They can't, they won't let them leave. Okay. So then finally the police officer arrives and we see his body cam footage. Uh, Jordan later says that she's literally never been alone with or had a conversation with a stranger before. So she's just like super jumpy and like she's intimidated because he's like a big, tall, serious cop. And so he asks if she has proof of like the girls being chained up and jordan being the badass she is of course she does oh my god she's got photos so cuz on her little phone so she tells him that her two little sisters are chained up on a bed she said her mother she keeps calling her mother she called their parents are mother and father and that's what they call yeah. them yeah she said she didn't chain them up just to be mean she's punishing them for stealing food and then she apologized if she's talking too much cuz like we said she's she said quote i've never talked to anybody out there before yeah. Meaning like out of her home. Yeah. So uh, she has a strange cadence to her voice. So the cops ask if she's taking medication. And again, she asks what medication is. And he says like pills. And she goes, uh, no, I've never taken a pill before. No, I haven't. Yeah. She's like, yeah. never. Okay. So this cop's name is, is Anthony. Kalachi. There we go. I thought I was going to forget how to say it. And he had he was just finishing up his graveyard shift because it's like 6 in the morning almost. Yeah. He had a very long night of like uh, people shooting at officers, robberies, assaults. And he's just like, ugh, I'm so done. Beats. So he takes this runaway call because he thinks it might be quick because most runaways, they end up being taken back and reunited with the parents. But then he's like, this is not... My night's not about to end. No, absolutely not. (laughs) So then he sees the photos of the sisters and they're legit chained up. And she, Jordan's like trying to explain like what is in the picture. And she doesn't know the word for bruises. So she's like, this is where my parents make in on them. Like that's where they hurt them. Oh. And says, look how filthy they are. We don't get to bathe. And so the cop says like with these photos, there is a crime in progress. So they radio in for backup. <clears throat> and she tells them her parents would probably kill her if they knew that she was outside. Oh, my God. She, like, she says, even if the cop was there, she's like, I think they might kill me. Like, she's so... She's like, they're terrifying. But this is how desperate yeah, she was like, because... Yeah, she's like, that's what she said. She's like, if, I, if I'm if i going to die, at least I'm going to die trying. Yeah. Because they've obviously, like, 17 years. That's so And long. there is... That is no life. No. Yeah. It, it's awful. So she... Then she all of a sudden remembers she mentions that her brother is also chained up. And uh, they're like, She's like, oh. there's so
1: many people chained up but I can't even remember. But I think he's been, like, chained crazy.
0: up for so long that it's like, oh, that's, gosh. It's that's like, normal. Yeah. Like, that's just what's happening there. And now my little sisters are chained up and I have to do something. So he's like, okay, what's your middle name? And she's like, Jordan Elizabeth. And she, like, can't even spell her own middle name because she can, like, barely, barely read. Right. So now the sun is up. It's been an hour and a half since Jordan climbed out of the window, and the cops go with backup to the Turpin house, and Jordan is just hoping that her parents don't realize she's gone yet, or else they will cover up all of the abuse, like take away the chains and everything. So the four cops go to the door for a welfare check, because like, a child might be in danger. They don't need a warrant to enter the home, so they just they don't have to wait so they yeah. can just get in there. So Jordan decided to, they offered to let her go in with them and she's like no. No. No, no, no. So she's just waiting in the back of a police car and they go in. So the parents come to the door and they're like, "Oh, hi." Like cuz they see the cops. And so then they start like breathing heavy cuz they are they tell them we're here for a welfare check and there are two big bummers about the parents aside from all the obvious things, but for me personally, the mom is wearing a shirt that I also own. <gasps> no. Yeah. A Smokey the Bear shirt. Oh. And now I've got to get rid of mine because I cannot have the same fashion sense as a child abuser.
1: No. Right.
0: And it's just a disgrace to the whole wildfire prevention community, really. Right. How rude. Why she got to do Smokey like that? Ugh. It's actually like kind of a cute shirt, but now it's only you. You.
1: Can prevent forest fires. Yeah. I?
0: So she cares more about that than like not abusing her kids. So now the shirt's got to go. Oh. Uh, and then there's a bummer number two, which is the dad has some pretty serious bangs. I'm oh. I have a I picture. was just looking at pictures of him. Oh, did you? Him. So
1: you saw him. Whoa. <laughs> it's like bull cut bangs. If He he had a bull cut in the, like if you're thinking mullet, but like bull cut in the front. Yeah. And, and then just a like steep drop, off it's like too. a Beatles haircut. I'd
0: say, yeah. kind of like a little, I don't know, bob. Yeah, yeah. He has a Karen
1: haircut. That's what it is. Definitely, it's just not poofy. He's got no bumpets in it in it at all. I particularly like this one of him sitting in court. He kind of looks like he got a blowout. Right, <laughs> it's kind of amazing. He's got that those bangs round brushed and got like a little bit of a curl
0: to the back. I know he, it's kind of like a Caesar. I don't know. But you know, a lot of dudes would be jealous of this hair. It's thick. It is. It's straight. It flips under at the end. Maybe he,
1: maybe it's those clipping bangs.
0: That's what it is. He's wearing clip-on bangs. It's a lie. He's got clip-on bangs. (laughs) You heard it here first. Yep. David Turpin is a clip-on bang wearer. Breaking news. Even more important than all of the justice and all of the child abuse happening is the clip-on bangs. That's one of his biggest crimes Absolutely. It's offensive. It's offensive to bang wearers everywhere. I just cut long bangs and now I'm ashamed. Ugh. These parents have just really screwed me over today. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, okay. So they kind of go in the house. And it's a hoarder situation, like absolutely, yeah, mind-blowingly filthy. So the house had white walls, but they're literally like streaked brown. Oh, it's like with giving s- me the shivers. Stains at like waist level, like dirty hands have been dragged along the walls, like over and over, like yeah. especially on the stairs. Because yeah. like if their kids aren't bathing, they're obviously not getting cleaned in no, totally. any way.
1: Yeah, I'm like, how do you get your house? Which this like gross? my walls get dirty, and we all bathe. Yes. Like, I know. And wash kids, her hands kids are dirty all the time. They're just
0: dirty. I know. I like, we'll randomly walk around with a wet cloth and like be wiping down all the little groceries. Yeah, did trance, you follow like
1: glo- Go Clean Co. during? Oh. In the she's like the tide in the water. And mm-hmm. I just do that. I
0: just got like, tide um, <sighs> tide powder. Yeah. I do use it on my laundry because tide pods were staining all my clothes. Everyone's oh, yeah. like, go follow Go Clean Co. They'll tell you everything you need.
1: Yes. So, hey, Turpins, Turpin parents. A little bit of hot water, mm-hmm. some Tide. Powdered Tide, yes. specifically. Yes. Oh, works wonder on walls, guys.
0: I know, and it stretches so far. Yes. Because pods are expensive.
1: And then your house smells good.
0: Yeah. And the clothes smell good. Yeah. I just feel good about it.
1: Right? Uh, this is a sponsor for Tide Powder. Thank uh, you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Promo we code. Are sponsored Gloom. by Tide Powder, not Tide Liquid. No. They did not support us. They can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: To, they're not even the same company. Totally be. different companies. <laughs> it shouldn't be the same. Okay, uh, so the walls are disgusting. Uh, okay, so there's also like huge stains in the carpet. Like, I don't understand how yeah. you can allow this to happen. And the shower floors are covered in black mold. No. Which nobody's showering, right? So what's how? happening there? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm like, how do you even get that Ooh. gross? Even if you don't clean your shower, it doesn't look like that. Do you think they were showering at least? Probably. Uh, Parents at least. I don't know. The dad had a job, so he'd have to be like presentable. Totally. He had to like comb his bangs he out for to work re-
1: every day. He had to blow those bangs out.
0: Yeah. At least twice a week. At least. Gosh. They,
1: his hair never looks greasy. No.
0: <laughs> Stupid guy. Okay. So I the mean, cops walk in, Hoardersville, USA, yeah. just so gross, like garbage, trash, shit, mold, everywhere. So, in the interview, we meet Jennifer, who is the oldest chirping child. So, she was the 29-year-old. She helped Jordan make all these plans to escape. So, she says that the first moment when they were free, when she was in the hospital, she heard music playing, and she was,
1: like, never been happier in her life. Okay. So, here's my question. And maybe you answer this. Okay. But 17 years, they've been locked up. Well, she... Well, no, sorry. That's just 17. Yeah, she's been locked up 17 years. the 29-year-old has been locked up her entire life, too. Yeah, so uh, uh, I actually do go into when it starts. Perfect, because I'm like, I didn't know that detail, and I'm like, oh, gosh. I know. Like, living a – I can't imagine living a normal life Then, like, I don't know.
0: I know. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Okay, so she heard music playing, and she had, like, never been happier, even, like, in a hospital. Okay, so – uh, we see I the hospital what the music was I don't yeah they didn't ask I would love to know I'd be interested so they look at they show the hospital records and they say that doctors and nurses like wept over the state of the children with, that they were in some were so emaciated that they could barely walk
1: oh my god some
0: had stunted growth um and heart damage from a lack of nutrients there's a preteen that has an arm the size of a 4-month old so like a major deformity i don't know if she was having these babies at home or what
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Like, I wonder if they even, like, had social security numbers. Yeah. I don't know. Um, their speech was extremely limited by the lack of socialization and neglect. So Jennifer, the oldest, is obviously happy to be out. And she says that nothing will ever be that bad. And she's, like, smiling. And she's almost our age. She was almost our That's age. That's wild. Like, she's 29. Yeah. Before
1: she had any freedom at all. Yeah. And this was in 2018. So, like... Yeah. Yeah, not
0: that long ago. So she says that she lived in a hell that was made by their parents. So let's chat a little bit about those stupid parents. Yeah. So... David Allen Turpin. Again, no! he's just shitting all over me today. You can't
1: take Todd's name now. Give I, it back. I actually legally have it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's for this reason a Because alone. I
0: knew it would get ruined. I feel <laughs> oh. like I have a fake identity Ooh. because my birth certificate, like my social security card is still Cox. Yeah. My, <laughs> my driver's license is Allen and my passport's Allen. I've just had to take we my marriage license. We don't understand how that has happened. I've had to take my marriage license everywhere I go. I love it. I'm just, so I have options. If I need to take off, boom, I'm Christine Cox, you know? Right? No, I'm not. I'm mean In be, a pinch. Yeah. Do you You'll have a make fake, it work. Do you have a fake name? You know how Joey has a fake name? It's um Ken, Ken.
1: Oh, what is it?
0: Ken Adams. That's it. Is it? Yeah. And then Phoebe's Regina Falange. Oh, yeah. Do you have one? No.
1: I'm just just Taylor all the time. Well, we got
0: to come up with one. Taylor. Taylor Swifterson. Swifterson. Yeah. (laughs) Find something good, make it better. Taylor Swifterson. I love it. Okay, so David Allen Turpin was born October 17th, 1961. He was a computer engineer who graduated from Virginia Tech. He had a bowl cut his whole stupid life. I wrote that in my notes. (laughs) And... (laughs) He worked for Lockheed Martin and Northrop Grumman. Whatever. What year? Sixty what? Sixty one.
1: <sighs> He's kind of young. It's a long time to have a bowl cut.
0: Yeah. Well, my my dad had a comb over his whole life. So Ooh. you find something that works Since for the you the day you he you was born. It, pretty much. Ooh. I have yet to see a picture of my dad with a different haircut. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he owned it. He really did. He like yeah. It was his, you find your look, you keep it. Yeah. Like uh, your baby. She's a fluffy head. She's always going to be a fluffy head. Yes. I hope. (laughs) Just fluff all over. (laughs) So, okay. Now the wife, Louise Ann Turpin, her maiden name was Robinette. She was born May 24th, 1968. She, I don't care where she went to high school. She's stupid. Okay. So the (laughs) Turpins. I don't care. care. I'm not even going to read it. It doesn't even matter. The Turpins were Christians, and as part of their former beliefs, the couple had numerous children because, quote, God called them to do so. And they produced, get this, 10 daughters and three sons. So many girls. Again, shitting on me with all my girls. (laughs) (laughs) They just really have it out for me specifically. How
1: dare they? They're just
0: ruining my day. Ugh. Okay, uh, so between the they had them all between uh, 1988 and 2015. That's quite the span. Seriously, like so much childbearing. What is your problem, Louise? Anyway, okay, so they left Christianity, I guess, and they experimented in swinging, which is very relevant right
1: now with Utah. Yes, if you're from Utah, if you're from if you're from Utah, or if you're not from Utah and you've been on TikTok, you probably have heard some swinging mom talk.
0: They didn't say well, anything about soft swinging, but I am so confused of who would want to get with those bangs. Oh, nope. Get serious. He's, he's all parts. The he's to <laughs> he's like-, like, "Hey, ladies, parting his bangs, combing his bangs out." You like know, people instead have of like a, the- a
1: mustache comb, he's got yeah. a bang comb. And like instead of like you know, in in the two thousands, when every boy had a a shag cut, like the Bieber. You know, they do the flip. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just, like, would do the part.
0: Yeah. Like, you know how people, like, lick their finger and their Ooh. pinky and then they do their eyebrows? Yes. He would do that, but, like, part his bangs Do you open. think he
1: would do, like, the twisty thing that, like, we would do in the 90s with our, like, but he would do with his bangs?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do think he did
0: that. It's like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. just, like, twisting and
0: making him so sexy. Oof.
1: <laughs> it's he's, really what drew the ladies in. Also, his hair is like straight gray. Yeah. So no, there's straight also up. It's not a pretty color. There's no luster to it. No, none. No. He's not even a silver
0: fox. You can't even no, go that far.
1: No. No. You can't. Look at this guy. Look at... In case you forgot, Christine. A silver fox.
0: He, a story. he is not. He looks like he's a legit beetle who kept the same haircut and just got old. I think that's what happened to him. Yep. Which one is it? Peter? Who had that haircut? I don't remember. Ow. You're too young. That's right. I forget.
1: (laughs) I'm all here.
0: (laughs) It's been a rough one year younger. Could have been Ringo. (laughs) Could have been any of them. Okay. So the Turpin family lived in Fort Worth, Texas until 1999. They moved to a neighboring city of Rio Vista in 2007. The parents moved their 10 children into an isolated trailer on their property. David and Louise took the two youngest children and left the rest to fend for themselves, bringing in groceries on a weekly basis, but not enough to feed everybody. And one of their daughters, Jordan, who who we've been talking about this whole time, she was six years old at the time. Okay. And she stated that there was a lot of starving during that time, and she resorted to eating ketchup or mustard or ice. Oh. And after the family left to... Uh, Rio Vista property in 2010, neighbors found feces and beds w- with ropes tied to them inside the house, along with dead cats and piles of garbage.
1: Oh my gosh. But I
0: guess the neighbors never said anything. because In 2014, the, the they moved to Paris, California, where they are when they get caught. Uh, the neighbors reported that the children were silent unless spoken to, like children whose only defense was to be invisible, oh, and gosh. would skip rather than walk and appeared to be malnourished and very pale.
1: makes me so sad. I know. I'm
0: like, call someone. So one of Louise's sisters later said that David and Louise refused to let her see the children. This is like, so their aunt. Yeah. And um, another sister said that they had been concerned about the children's weight, but Louise's aunt said the family pictures posted on Facebook had made her think that they were just one big happy family. What do we say? Right? Can we trust Facebook? No. Can we trust Instagram? No. No. Never. No. Never. Not even me and Taylor's Instagram you can't trust.
1: Don't. I barely post (laughs) for crying out loud. I
0: know. I'm like, did I have fun in Mexico? The Instagram says so. Right? Is it true? Did you? I don't know.
1: A little bit. Yeah, I did. I did. (laughs) I did. I did. I
0: did did have fun. (laughs) But don't believe what you see. That's all I'm saying. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, People would be like snuggling with their husband and we're so happy. I love him so much. Boom. Divorced. You're like, wait, when? (laughs) I know. I'm like, you guys were so happy. It was a lie.
1: I know you're shocked. I'm always shocked. Mm. I feel like I'm always the last to know. Well, and then sometimes people
0: would be like, we're getting a divorce. And I'm like, I freaking knew it. (laughs) I knew it. I knew all those posts were fake. (laughs) Faker. I know. I was like, nobody likes her husband that much. Just kidding. Nope nope (laughs) it's a fact okay so now I'm gonna answer your question Jennifer the oldest daughter did go to school for a time she said she went to school with dirty matted hair dirty clothes and the kids didn't want to play with her because she's like looking back she probably smelled because she's like I lived in a home that was legitimately full of garbage and trash she's like so "So I'm sure it would stick to my my body my clothes like I smelled nobody wanted to play with me um
1: oh it makes me so sad though even still it is
0: heartbreaking so she says that after third grade she was taken out of school and then no other turpin kids would ever go to school
1: wow because my
0: mom grew up in a smoking house mm-hmm. and she and her dad was like really weird about them using hot water because of money and whatever so she's like i got to take a bath in like two inches of water every morning and she's like i don't she's like i'm shocked i had friends i'm shocked your dad ever liked me because i just smelled like smoke yeah always yeah it's a freaking bummer oh anyways okay um and the kids were just taught to honor thy father and mother and they were only ever allowed to call them that oh boy the parents the dad especially like, what's your name
1: mother <laughs> mother uh, in that voice yeah mother
0: father. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the parents, the dad especially, used the Bible to justify their behavior Mm. and said, You gotta love a religious fanatic. You just gotta. uh, Really, just taking
1: everything they can. Yeah,
0: so saying that uh, they have the right to do this to you and they could even kill their children if they disobey. Probably because they're like, We gave you life. Oh, gosh. I I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. Yeah, whose dad hasn't said that? I mean, seriously. Okay, so they the parents would throw them across the room. They'd push them down the stairs. Their father used a belt on them. Uh, tent sticks. They would get whacked with tent sticks. No. Kits. Yee. Sticks. What? I just had a stroke. Ugh. And eventually dog kennels were used. No. Also homemade
1: cages. Oh, so you can afford dog kennels. Yeah. But not... Like food. For your kids to bathe or eat. Yeah. Let me tell you. Or cleaning supplies dog kennels aren't cheap okay they're surely not my goodness
0: unless they found them in a yard sale maybe. everyone loves a bargain at a yard sale maybe you're right you're, i'm <laughs> maybe somebody had 13 dogs and they were like we're just getting rid of these and they're like oh my gosh this is so perfect i happen to have 13 shitty kids i don't like gosh. <laughs> that's oh. so terrible <laughs> Okay, now we meet a man named Wade Waldzbick. He is the lead investigator on this case, and he has specialized in homicide and abuse cases in California. And he says this case is different than any other he's ever seen. Let's go back to the time that the parents left them in the trailer and they're to fend for themselves. Yeah. So Jennifer is left in charge of them, right? And she's like a teenager and she has to deal with like nine other kids. Oh my god! So she is disciplining them the way their parents have disciplined them because yeah. that's all she knows. And the dad's she's never learned anything. She's different. never learned anything else. And the dad told her, like, put them in cages or you'll be put in the cage. Yeah. So it's like she doesn't have a choice. And she says that for all those years, she was like on the brink of suicide because she hated doing that.
1: Yeah. But
0: she didn't have another choice. Um. Yeah. OK. Two. OK. So the dad did have a job at a computer engineer and Louise, like towards the end when they were getting caught, Louise, the mother seemed to be like in a very manic state. She would go on these shopping sprees and they had so much credit card debt. She hoards children's clothes, like, games, like mon- like classic Monopoly. She said they have like 100 boxes of it. What? And uh toys that the kids are not allowed to touch anything. So there would be a closet full of like new clean clothes with tags on it. And then the the clothing that they took off of the children was photographed like after they rescued them. And it's covered in filth like beyond what you can imagine. Stop. Like beyond like even like let's say you went camping and you wore the same outfit for five days. Like, yeah. More di- than that. Dirtier than that. I'm sure they were sleeping in them. It just makes me feel so, like so That's gross, so and, like, awful, so sad. Because kids are just yucky. Yeah, and like nobody's taking care of them. It's it's gross. Okay, yeah. So I'm sure that they would wear the same clothes for weeks at least. Yeah. So and then they had all these clean clothes. Yeah, they had like new clothes with tags on. Oh, it's so shitty. That they weren't allowed to wear. It's like a weird control thing. Yeah. So they file for bankruptcy. Uh, I, that's all I wrote about it. Uh, the parents would eat fast food and like eat decent food, you know, quote, decent as far as like. A they're square, eating a square meal, yeah. I guess, and the kids were left to fight for themselves. Jennifer mostly made the kids peanut butter and bread for almost every meal, but she's like, "Our parents ate like kings and queens, but we weren't allowed to have any of that." Yeah. Uh, so they had blinds on all the windows that were meant to be closed at all times, and the children were told to not look out the windows. So also, so people couldn't see in, and I'm sure a lot of it was to hide like the squalor that's inside. Yeah. So. The neighborhood was very cramped, like the houses were only a few feet apart. So uh, Jordan thinks someone had to know that something was wrong in the house. Because like, I think they came out and said later that some of the neighbors didn't even know children lived in that house. That's
1: wild. Yeah.
0: Um, And there's, it's also, she's also sad that the school district never looked into anything like where the, what's her last name? I wrote turnip. Turnip. Turpin? Turpin, thank you. I'm all wait, hers or turnips? So they were allegedly homeschooled at the Sandcastle Day School, mm-hmm. where of course David Turpin was the principal and Louise Turpin was the teacher. Of course. And it's like not a real school, and the school district just like never looked into it. I don't That's, know how that works with homeschooling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Okay, so a lot of abuse cases are reported by schools. Teachers and school administrators are mandated reporters. And my therapist friend is also a mandated reporter. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, like, pretty cool. And I'm like, be very careful. Don't do anything that you might have to report, Christine. Don't, right? like, throw your kid out of the car in accident. <laughs> You'd hate if that happened. I would. It would be so accidental. Okay. Uh. So they use the homeschooling system to cover up the way they treated their kids. Because... I just don't even think they cared enough to get them educated no. or want to deal with, like, getting them to and from. It was just, like, too much They for them. were like, why did I have all
1: these kids? Why Basically. did you keep having kids? Well, you hate them. Because they did it originally... And that's for, I think what the crazy thing is, is like the, originally they're like we're doing this for God. God wants us to have a million kids, and then they're like, okay, we don't believe that anymore. And then they continue to have I don't, kids. I don't like, know, like just stop. If you don't, like, if you're like, hey, you know what? I don't really like having all these kids around. Like, honestly, call up DCFS or whatever. Yes, yeah, he has CPS, yeah, yeah, CPS and like, be like, hey, someone else could probably take better care of these kids.
0: Yeah, I feel don't like that would have
1: been. Put, keep them in your house?
0: Yeah, don't do that. And like
1: why the adults? Why keep the
0: adults? Why not kick yeah. them out and be
1: like, "Hey, you're
0: on your own." Yeah. I feel like that would have been way it's a much kinder a power thing trip, to do, right? It's yeah. got to be. Okay, so when the kids were left alone, which seemed to be very often, they would like rush to each other and talk and try to teach each other what they knew because the only one who had ever had any school was Jennifer. Yeah. And so like A lot of the kids, like they did, they barely knew how to communicate because they were never like their kids, their parents full on neglected them. Right. So they were never taught anything. So they had a smartphone, which I'm kind of confused. So they had the smartphone because the mother needed them to have it. So she could call them at any time and give them like
1: instructions. Yes, exactly. Instructions.
0: And uh, so there's video on the phone. They recorded their food stashes under their beds, which is like a very common thing for, like, kids who are abused to do. Yeah. Uh, Jordan knew the alphabet, but she couldn't really read. But her, like, sisters tried to teach her. But, you know, there's only so much you learn in third grade that you can pass along. Yeah. (laughs) So their parents taught them to fear CPS and that they said that they will separate you. And Jordan said that she thought that they would all go to different countries and be kept in cages and just dumped on the street at 18. Which I'm like, is that any different than how you're living now, though? Right? So I don't know. So they had the smartphone, and she stumbled across our guy, Justin Bieber, and it changed everything for her. (gasps) So Justin Bieber's kind of the hero of this story.
1: Oh my God. So she said
0: that his music videos made her realize that there's a different world out there,
1: and she only knew one world of captivity. And that's the thing is like, even the whole, you know, if it's better, like getting dumped out on the street, like... If you think, well, these are my parents, they probably treat me better than anyone. What's it like out there?
0: Probably. Yeah. They That's probably so just, scary. Yeah, They probably are like, I'll just be homeless. Yeah. Okay. So um, it made her want to escape and experience life as most people do. Yeah. So she sees like, so she sees, she watched like all of these, like every interview there is of Justin Bieber. So she sees his house and that it's nice and clean and he has friends So then she watched, like, High School Musical and Hannah Montana, and she said that the mother-daughter scenes were where, like, the daughters feel like they can really talk to their moms, like, made her be like, I could never do that. Like, the people, like, have that, where they can just talk to their moms. So then she starts making videos of herself. She sings, and she's posting them on some social media website. They didn't say which one. So she gets like a couple followers and she just wants to talk to people because she legit have hasn't spoken to anybody ever. Yeah. And she's like, I just want to know like what real life is like out there. So then this guy asks her, why are you always inside and why are you always up at night? Because I guess most of the kids had like re- backward schedules where they would be up all yeah. night and sleep all day. Well, Cause, probably because that's
1: when their parents were sleeping. So they're like friggin be yeah. up during the night. Yeah, probably. Um, so she tells him how they live
0: and he's like, whoa, that's not right. You should call the police. And that was like the validation she needed to be like, yeah, this isn't normal. This isn't right. So her mom catches her with watching a Justin Bieber interview and she chokes her within (gasps) an inch of her life. No. So then after this, after that, she gets PTSD and recurring nightmares And decides with her sisters that she's going to leave. She's like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to like go out and find something. So then she finds out that her parents are planning on moving them to Oklahoma. Like literally the next day. Like so. And they're all getting chained on the move. And I guess they're just going to throw them back of a U-Haul. I have no idea. I don't even understand. So yeah, they're like, it's now or never. I have to do it now. So um, now we go back
1: to when the cops are at the house. These people don't look particularly strong. To, like, move beds with children on them or whatever. I know. I, I don't get it.
0: So the parents are like, oh, shit. So the cops tell them, um, we have a young girl who's come out of this house and says that we need to check on the kids inside. And they're like, uh, who, what was her name? Who was it? And they're like, oh, we don't know her name. They're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so they don't want to like sell her totally. out. And then they also said that a neighbor saw a girl who said the kids need help. So they were like not telling them the truth. Because yeah. they're probably like trying to think which one of our dumb kids ratted us. Yeah. So the parents are asking if they have a warrant. And they're like, nope, we don't need one for a wheelchair, world check visit. So they like just push past them. Trash everywhere, like we've talked about. There's no AC, so it's hot. And they said that the heat only made the smell of like actual human feces worse. I can't. No. No. So they find the bedroom where the two sisters are and they are real thin, dirty and abused, but no chains. There's no chains on them. So the cop is asking them like, hey, where are these chains? Because they need the chains to prove that a crime was happening and the girls won't really answer the cop, so they're like, like begging them. Like, do they have we're, the pictures at least? Yeah, they have the pictures, but they're like, we need like proof. So they're like, uh, like they're like, hey, we're trying to help you, but I'm sure they've been taught to fear authority and police totally. and CPS and everything. And these girls are little, like yeah. probably five to seven years old. Oh they never gosh. show faces, but I'm yeah. so I'm just guessing. So okay, the girls don't really answer, but the cops – So there's a cop keeping the parents like occupied at the door so they don't go around and do anything totally and so then he notices that the dad is like six one he's he's kind of tall and there's like a huge stack of boxes and he's like trying to block this door so they see that there's another bedroom behind him so they like mm-hmm. move everything and they get in this bedroom where there are three kids inside oh my! like gosh. every room is a bunk room yeah because like, i just you couldn't have a big enough house for 13 kids ever no so there's three kids inside, including a boy who's in shackles on his wrists and ankles. And he has been this way for weeks. So he's shackled on his side. So both arms are on one side of the bed and then his feet are stuck. So he can't even reach up and itch his raging head lice that he has. No. And he only gets out to for meals and bathroom breaks, which are very infrequent. Wow. So he's, And he's been there forever, like weeks. So another cops find the chains where the girls were detained. So now they are able to detain the parents. Yeah. And they search for the keys for the brother who's stuck. Like he's still chained up. They have to search under a mountain of trash in the parents room to find them. Oh, and don't worry. There's a baby just chilling in a crib in that same room with all the garbage where the parents live. Yes. Perfect.
1: Perfect.
0: And so the kids are rescued and the parents are arrested. And it's all happened within two hours of Jordan calling the police. So it happened like very quickly. Which is amazing. Yep. All 13 kids go to the hospital where they get clean rooms, food, therapy, and kindness. Aww. And a lot of them ended up having to stay for like weeks. Yeah. Because they were they were like dehydrated, malnourished. Yeah. Some of them had like health issues that never got cleared up. Because right? she said Jordan was like... Sometimes I would sleep and I would wake up in the middle of the night coughing because, like, the air was so dirty. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't even imagine what that does to you to, like, just live in filth.
1: Oh, my God. I don't know.
0: So criminal criminal charges were filed against the dumbass David and asshole Louise... It's the worst. The Turpins were charged with 12 counts of torture, 12 counts of false imprisonment, seven counts of abuse of a dependent adult, six counts of child abuse. David received an additional charge of a lewd act on a child under 14 and were held in lieu of bail being posted. So they didn't have a bail, I guess. Yeah. a media reported that the bill was reported at nine million for Louise and twelve million for David, which is more than I've seen for like a lot of murderers. Even. Yeah, so that's kind of great. They were eventually David was eventually charged with perjury in relation to the affidavit he filed with the California Department of Education, where he said that he was a principal. Oh god. <laughs> and uh, okay, Louise's attorney requested that she be placed on pretrial diversion program for mental health treatment and due to a diagnosis of histrionic personality disorder the judge denied the request on the grounds that she was a risk to the public. Which, yeah. Yeah. So then on February 22nd, 2019 David and Louise changed their not guilty pleas to guilty uh, to one count of torture, three counts of willful child cruelty, four counts of false imprisonment, six counts of cruelty, and child unattended child (laughs) on an adult dependent. Uh, They were both sentenced to life imprisonment with the possibility of parole after 25 years. Experts believe that they will never receive parole due to the severity of the crime. Yeah. No way. Um, Yes. So David was, okay, he was sent to the California State Prison and Louise is in Central California Women's Facility. Okay. So all the children spent several weeks in the hospital. So six of which were minors and they were put into foster, two foster homes. Mm -hmm. Police, sorry, doctors treated various issues, including heart damage and cognitive impairments and neuropathy. I don't know. So, okay. October, 2019, five of the younger children were adopted by an abusive family who further tormented them. Allegations included hitting them in the face with sandals, pulling their hair, hitting them with a belt and striking their heads. And they were forced to eat excessively and forced to eat their own vomit. And the foster father was accused of grabbing and fondling them, kissing them on the mouth, Ew.
1: and the f- foster
0: family was arrested and charged with abusing multiple children in their care. Which it this story doesn't really even have a good ending no. because the foster care system just screwed them over equally as much oh, as the house so that they lived sad. in. I know. Okay, goes on. So, in early 2020, the Riverside County, uh, Riverside County De- Deputy District Attorney reported that the children were living, the older children were living independently and working and going to school, and one had even graduated college. An investigation for the ABC the 2020 thing that I watched. Uh, re- okay, so it reported that some of the Ch- Turpin children are now neglected by the. Uh, Riverside County social services and some are homeless and none may use the thousands of dollars that were donated to them because after they were rescued or whatever, so many people were like, we want to help. Here's all this money. So they amassed hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. Yeah. And now the social services is not letting them touch that money. That's
1: insane. It's like
0: it's under investigation right now. I don't talk a ton about it because I'm kind of waiting for it to play out because I totally. want to report about it later. So the money was placed in a controlled trust by a court-appointed public guardian. So one of the sons, his name is Joshua, he stated that he could not access the funds and was denied the purchase of a bike because he was like, hey, I know we have all this money. I would really like to buy a bike so I can get around. Yeah, And they were like, mm, I don't think so.
1: Wow. So
0: during an interview with Diane Sawyer for the 2020 special, Jordan stated that she was released without warning from her foster home with no life skills, no plans for housing, or knowledge of how to get food and health care. So according to the report, the Riverside County has hired a private law firm to investigate allegations of abuse by social services. So the Turpin siblings filed lawsuits against the, the county, And the foster care agency that placed them in a home where they were allegedly subjected to further abuse and neglect. Uh, Two nearly identical lawsuits were filed with one representing the two older siblings and representing the younger four siblings. So there's just two of the exact same thing going on. So, yeah, that's still going on. So, we have yet to see how that all shakes out. Wow. But now Jordan is a TikToker. She has almost 800,000 followers. Really? She shares mostly happy dance videos, and I wish her the best. And I'm going to keep following the story, and hopefully they will get access to that money that's crazy. and have better lives. And I'm sorry I picked a story that's brutal the whole way through. Yeah, that's, that's rough. That's the Turpin family.
1: I just can't imagine being like our age, 29 at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. But like.
1: And that's been your whole life. You've like missed your whole life.
0: I know it's like it's so not. I mean, fair. obviously,
1: you have a lot more life to live, but like
0: that's so sad. That's well, it's your like your it's so childhood. much important. Those are important years. That's where you learn everything.
1: Yeah, like so critical time, and yeah, it yeah, really she, is sad. It was robbed the from them. Social services crap, and I know it's like it's honestly especially just because devastating. like my. We were a foster care family. Yes. And there are, like, good families out there, and then there's these people who just ruin it for... I know. It's terrible.
0: I so. know. So, thank heavens for the good foster families. Oh, goodness. We salute Glorious. you. Tracy, I'm oh. looking at you. She did it. Foster mom of the decade, I'd say. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I
1: uh-huh. mean, we adopted the last two, so it was Did you successful. have a lot more than that? Uh, we had a baby in our house for a while maybe like a few months mm-hmm. and then we had Are a lot
0: of them reunited with parents mm-hmm. oh, that's good yeah which well, is really good and that's hope, the goal I hope it's good yeah you
1: know. <laughs> usually the goal is to keep them with their families if it's possible mm-hmm. and so yeah the baby went back with his mom and then we had two little girls and they went back to their parents and they've kept in touch with my family. Oh, so that's, that's good. been really awesome. That's so, sweet.
0: Yeah. Because how old were your brother and sister
1: when, when they came were home? when they came to our house they were one and two. Oh. And then we adopted them at two and Are three. Are they siblings? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's same so mom, same awesome. dad. I didn't know that. Yep. And then They've that's amazing. They've been with us ever since. Yeah. Your sister death. keeps us on track with TikTok.
0: Ooh, she's us, so helpful. Let's us know how big of dorks we are. Oh,
1: always. <laughs> if you ever like look at any of our reels and she's like, you're weird. I'm like, that's my sister. Yeah. <laughs> she's just letting us know how it is. It's
0: good to have a Gen Z-er letting us, us know. Keeping us humble, you know? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, because we get really full of ourselves. Oh, we get so in our heads. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, what do you got for me? Thank you for telling me. Because I've heard that story, but not like all the details because i was just like horrified you yeah know? well
0: there you go now you know um and yeah now you'll just feel like a really good parent <laughs> and there you go
1: so this week from me you're gonna get a little bit of a two for one. Ooh. yes this is a topic i definitely want to revisit and tell more of these kinds of stories this week i'm talking about cases that were solved by psychics yeah 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 yes i love it i like love the idea of a psychic coming so in. so do i so do i i don't
0: know i get i think i get psychics and mediums confused right are they mediums they're commune different with the
1: dead okay psychics see things okay. like futures and yeah and they'll present i think present time is what i would assume okay not the past they can yeah. be like Put her They're like over there. the future tellers, mm. yeah. But I—I I mean, I think there's—I totally believe that there's real people out there who have this gift. Okay, but I also believe there's a lot of fakers out there. I know. I just don't right? know how you can tell. And how do you? Yeah. How do you? You don't. That's you know? why I don't like ones that are like for hire. You right? know? Right.
0: Uh-huh. Like
1: get use your gift for free. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Just do it. I know you're cursed with visions and all these things, but just do it. (laughs) it for free. Okay. So we are going to start with, so I have two stories of this happening. Okay. The first one is the story of Melanie Uribe. Beautiful. Yes. Okay. All right. So Melanie, she's 31 years old at the time just like us yes just like us except for i'm 32 yeah i'm almost 33 yeah you're you're virgin on there (laughs) what are you gonna do for your birthday i don't know but
0: i'm finally gonna be 33 the age of our lord i'm excited to say that all year oh anytime i hear someone's 33 i say oh the age of our lord and they're like yeah see i didn't (laughs) even know that so jesus was
1: 33 i didn't even know right i mean he was also two three four five right (laughs) Yeah.
0: But he was 33 when he died. Sure.
1: That's the one. That's the one. (laughs)
0: Because his ghost is 33. Because, you know, you stay your ghost age. Ah! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Have you seen that meme where it's like... Uh, pick out your outfit with care every day. If you die, that's what your ghost outfit it's will true. be. And I'm
1: like, I will be so embarrassed. Oh, I will be looking horrendous. I guarantee.
0: Well, speaking of being an embarrassed ghost, remember that meme I shared that I've, I've wanted to talk about it. It's like, um, if you haunt, if I live, move into a haunted house, I will be so obnoxious. I will put a match twenty one. Yes. B- poster up. I will listen to Third Eye Blind. I'm going to make that ghost the most embarrassed ghost. Oh, yeah. People are like, I can't
1: live here anymore. They're like, you're
0: ruining this for me. (laughs) Like, I will haunt you right back.
1: Yes. I got to get out of this place. (laughs) Okay. So. Sorry, I derailed. I don't even remember what you were saying. Melanie, she's 31. Yeah, like us. She's 31, (laughs) except for she's a year younger than us. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, She's a nurse at Pacoima. I had to look that up. Yes. Pacoima Hospital in Burbank. That's in California. Nice. Yes. Uh, she California was California theme week. Right. She was a single mother of an eight year old boy. And one day she was doing her thing, driving her truck, pickup truck, truck to work when witnesses saw two men abduct her by forcing her uh, into their. Like, forcing their way into her truck while she was at a stoplight. No! Can you even That doesn't, imagine? what, that doesn't happen? No. What? They just I left ref- her truck there? I, no, they came into her oh. truck. They broke into her truck. She's sitting there at a stoplight, happy as can be, probably singing to some tunes. Yeah. Just, like, chilling out, and they break into her car. Oh, my gosh. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Well, that day she failed to show up for her shift at the hospital. This was December 15th, 1980. So they called her house and nobody answered. And they were like, this is weird.
0: Yeah. This is so
1: weird. She was, you know, like a lot of these stories, she was reliable. She's punctual. Mm -hmm. So they're like, this is not normal. We're calling the police. So the police, they find her pickup truck the next day. And it had been burned along with her. white nurse's uniform? No. That's what the article said. I was like, scrubs? But maybe not. (laughs) Maybe she was a candy striper? Maybe. I don't know. It's the 1980s. (laughs) I have no idea what they wore back then. Probably. I wasn't even a lie. Like a nice little apron? Ooh, I love it. Yes. That's the one. (laughs) I don't know. Sounds sexy. (laughs) Two days later on December 17th, a (laughs) 32-year-old something jackrabbit a 32 year old at uh lockheed aerospace plant named etta smith Mm. heard about melanie disappearing on the radio they were talking about the search and that people were conducting searches of people's houses and even though she had never heard of this case before she thought to herself she's not in a house just came to her So she was a psychic, like she knew she was a psychic before this? Oh, my gosh. That's the crazy thing. So she said after the initial thought came to her, she had a vision that was, and this is a quote, like a movie, (gasps) very, very clear that came to her. Wow. She said there was a canyon and a curving road and shrubbery and hills and the backdrop and a dirt path leading to something white. Okay. Yeah. And she thought that the white was her body in a uniform and thought that it could be a clue to the nurse's location, but she had no idea. Yeah. Uh, and she had no idea the name of the place, but felt that she could, like, find her way to the location wow. because the vision was so vivid. And this is where I said it's important to note that she does not consider herself a psychic. Okay. This is not something that like the police came to her for or anything that she really had experienced. Okay. But she uh was looking looking for anyway she felt like it was important enough, even though, like, this is not something that's occurred to her normally. She felt like it was so vivid and so important that she decided to leave work early and go talk to the police. And the detective was skeptical, which, fair.
0: Yeah, yes,
1: but he did feel like she was credible and that basically she, there was no reason that she would lie about this. Mm-hmm. And she had good credentials as a businesswoman. And apparently she had top security clearance working as a shipping clerk for the giant Lockheed Arab space plant. Okay. So he heard her out and she pinpointed the area where she thought she might be found on a map. It was like a remote part of the San Fernando Valley called Lopez Canyon. And it was above Lakeview Terrace. She urged them to, like, get there ASAP. Hmm. So it sounds like she didn't think that they were going to take her very seriously. Yeah. She's like, I mean, this is all new she's to like, her. She's like, I've got she's to like,
0: share this. I'll, I'll feel not, weird if I don't.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm going to share it, but I don't think they're going to take me seriously. This is weird. I think it's weird. But... Because of her job and stuff, they were going to go check it out, but she didn't think they were. So she decided she was going to go and take her vision and search the area that same day. So she took some of her family members and she just felt like she couldn't sit around and wait for them to decide if it was legit or not. She's like, we've got to find her. So she went out and she was like slowly cruising the canyon in her car and she got towards the top and she had felt this like trauma
0: huh,
1: like it was Melanie's presence or something. And she felt positive that Melanie was in the canyon somewhere. So she decides to drive back down one more time. And as she's driving back down, she notices fresh tri- tire tracks. Mm-hmm. And she had the same feeling before. And then further down, they stopped again because her daughter uh, said that she, there was something that she noticed that was strange in a bush. Right? Bushes be weird. Right? So she got out of her car and she started going towards it and she saw a body with white nursing shoes. Oh, no. And apparently the landscape was exactly the same as it had been in her vision.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Right? The police came and ultimately the autopsy determined that it was her and that she had been robbed, stripped down, and raped and then beaten to death. <gasps> That's the worst way to go, yes. I think. All terrible. And even though they had found her body and they had no idea who had done it, unfortunately, the evening after her bot they found her body, Edda was arrested and questioned <gasps> by detectives. They were suspicious about all the information that she knew and were well, finding her and everything. Yeah. Which I get but I'm like why would a killer come to the police and be like this is where I, I think her know. body I is. I feel like not very often but people will do that Well, they'll yeah. be like in the search party for looking for the girl that they murdered. And I feel like I know? understand that more but like to be like, I'm coming to you. Like, this is where I think she is. Or I yeah. don't know, because... Because not they lead... Unless She would, like, lead them away. Right? Yeah. And unless you've, like, got... You know for 100% certain you did not leave any traces of any clues behind. How can you right. risk it? No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Unless you're insane. Yeah. So... They questioned her for several hours and gave her a polygraph test, which she passed. But apparently the police told her that she had failed it and that she was trying to be deceptive and she was controlling her breathing and all this stuff. And the police basically take a polygraph test. No, they don't even work. They're not even admissible in court. I don't even know why they use them. Nope. Just an intimidation technique. Oh, totally. I said what I said. I think they just want people to like say like, Oh, we're going to give you a lie detector test. And people be like, Oh, actually I did it. (laughs) I
0: wonder how often that works. Right.
1: (laughs) Or be like, I don't want to take it.
0: Yeah, and then they're like, he wouldn't even take a polygraph. Like, have you
1: seen that? There was a TikTok that I came across where this guy was, like, interviewing people on the streets. He comes up to a guy with his family. He's probably, like, in his 20s or something. He's like, hey, can you uh, name your favorite porn star? And he's, like, looking at his family. He's like, uh, I don't know any. And they're like, would you be willing to take a polygraph test? He's like, come on, guys. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wonder if that's what they're hoping for. That's, <laughs> that's funny. So... Anyway, the police basically thought that if she wasn't the one who killed her, that maybe she, like, knew the person who Mm -hmm. did it. Or that she'd heard, like, information through gossip in the neighborhood and, like, weren't giving them more information. Right. And they thought that maybe she was doing it for financial gain or something. And the next morning, she was formally charged with murder. (gasps) Worst nightmare. Right? And that was until a police informant said that he had heard one of the killers bragging about the murder in his neighborhood. And they, yeah, of course, idiots. So they brought this man in and under arrest and he confessed and gave the names of two other dudes involved. That was really lucky for her, honestly. She could have went down for that. Right? So Etta was finally released on December 21st. And uh, Braggy McBragerson and the other two dudes, their names are Louis Carnell Morgan, he's 20 years old, Spencer Nelson, who's 21 years old, and an unnamed 17-year-old, probably because he's a minor. Right. And when they confessed, they said that all the three of them had jumped in her truck at the stoplight and given driven her into the canyon. Fifteen miles north where they robbed her, raped her and then beat her to death while she begged for her life.
0: (sighs) It's so violent.
1: It's so violent. How? And the cause of death was a blunt force trauma from being hit over the head with a large rock. Oh, my gosh. Luckily, the killers were convicted and are serving time in prison. But poor Etta, she's like, I have this weird vision, I try to go help, yeah. and I'm convicted of murder. I, yeah, that is a
0: really tough spot to be in. Yeah. Because now, knowing all that I know, I was like, I wonder if she's going to be a suspect. Boom, she was a suspect. Totally. So if I had a vision of a murder, I'd be like, maybe anonymous not tip not going to go maybe, in. Maybe I'd do just the anonymous tip. Right.
1: Um, but now, if she ever plays two truths and a lie. Oh, Yeah. She can throw that. I've been convicted of murder.
0: Yeah. She's like, I was arrested for murder. Yeah.
1: I've been, yeah. That's, I'm a psychic. And, uh, and I was arrested for murder. Also, like, you silly goose. And then her other other one's like, I have
0: two brothers when she has one brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which one is it? Which one's the truth? (laughs) Well, Well, which one's the lie? (laughs) There you go. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about maria scott okay okay maria okay so in the early 2000s a 27 year old woman named maria scott was a resident of triple now i'm like really nervous i got this wrong because i like mistyped or whatever earlier (laughs) but triple care farm Youth Rehabilitation Center. Maybe I'm going to look that up just to be sure. Triple certain. Care Farm Youth Rehabilitation Center. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: what are they getting rehabbed for? Drugs.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Triple Care. Perfect. I wasn't wrong. You nailed it. Um. Also, when I was trying to look up her murder and stuff, it kept coming up with. A girl named Maria Scott who was killed on the TV show Desperate Housewives. <gasps> and so I really had to like sift through the article. You're like, I
0: really don't want to use half oh of my that information, <laughs> half of Desperate Housewives like, information. Wait a
1: second. This sounds just like Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I, I used to watch that. I watched all of it. I loved it. I've watched it twice. I'm so obsessed with it. <laughs> I can't remember really anything about it now. So it was so long ago, but it's so good. I'll watch that. I love it. So, resident of Triple Care Farm Youth Rehabilitation Center. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. Center. No, at uh, Robertson in the southern highlands of Australia. Okay, so we're in Australia now. Okay. So she previously struggled with drugs and had been working on improving at the rehab center when she went missing. On the 30th of October, 2003, her badly decomposed body was found wrapped in... In a quilt and dumped in bushland mm. on the farm. And she was found by some teenagers living at the farm.
0: Oh no. Rough. Worst Halloween Halloween ever. Right. Ugh. I mean it wasn't
1: the 31st. Worst Halloween Eve ever. Ugh, seriously. So she had been stabbed twice in her in the chest and in her abdomen. And once in the back. So, her body was so decomposed that the police couldn't determine if she had any other injuries that she got before she died. So, sorry, do do they know how long she was dead? Are you going to tell me? Yes. Okay. So, it was hard to determine the time of her death. So, they said it was anywhere from two months to (gasps) a year before she was found. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So, she was just chilling in a bush that whole time. Yes. Yes. Oh my! And in the eight months between the last time she was seen and the time that she was found, the police got a lot of like false leads and were cute. Like they were very accusatory and uh, because they were saying that the police weren't doing enough because she was an aboriginal sex worker. <sighs> so we know the gig people blame it. Mm-hmm. on the dangerous career and then the police were also blamed for not doing enough because of her aboriginal heritage.
0: Yeah, that's what they call people who are like sex workers or of different ethnicities like the less dead. Yeah. Because
1: it's like, so sad. Yeah,
0: police genuinely tend to not care as much. Yeah,
1: they're just like I don't know. They're like, well, high risk life, which not fair.
0: Yeah. Nobody deserves to be murdered.
1: Yes. They had lots of people of interest to investigate. They initially had twenty-nine people to investigate. It's quite a few. But a lot of the information that they received were information given by people with bad intentions. Like um, blaming someone else saying they did it because they were like, angry at that yeah. person or whatever. So and, stupid. Yeah. So those <laughs> those people need to go to jail. Get out of here. Quit messing things up. Uh, The people in the community were super upset with the police for not acting what they thought quickly enough. Right. And so much so that even one man even assaulted someone who he thought- He's a vigilante. Had information on her. Yeah. Mm. So he was like, I'm going to take this guy down. So Maria's former partner and father to her two kids, uh, Jason Maher- was investigated because he had talked to her not very long before she disappeared and she had won some money on poker machines, but the amount like was unknown Mm. and rumors, you know, went around. Mm -hmm. So the amount grew larger and larger. So it was anywhere from $1,700 to $5,000 is what she won. Okay. And apparently there was some evidence that she'd given some of this money to Jason. And they found that Jason had been like a violent person and had even been violent towards Maria. I mean, he's her ex for a reason, right? but four years, but for four years, her killer remained out in the world needing to be caught. Dang. So the police eventually began to suspect a man named Mark Brown, thinking he was involved. He was a staff member at the farm and he'd been living on site at the Watara Ranch or Watara Lodge in 2003, uh, which was only 2,000 feet or less from where she was found eventually. Wow. Yeah. And he had a history of violent behavior as well, but they had no solid proof. So after four and a half years of no leads or big developments, a psychic named Debbie Malone stepped in to help. According to the Daily Telegraph, she had previously appeared on the psychic investigation TV show Sensing Murder. Ooh. Ooh, I love it. I need to watch that. And this caught the attention of the detective, uh, Senior Constable Jeffrey, who was uh, on the case. He was investigating the case. So he invited Debbie to be someone he could consult on the case. Mm -hmm. And she was given a bangle that had been found on Maria's body. Like Like a bracelet. Yes. Okay. And so she was holding the bangle And she got all this information. She was able to give specific details about the case that reportedly, like, uh, led authorities to the location where the murder had occurred, Mm. pointing out blood on the walls and even directing authorities to look in the drain pipe. And this is where they discovered the knife that had been used to kill Maria. What? Yeah. So she led them to, like, where she had been killed, all this stuff, pointed out the blood on the walls, found the murder weapon, crazy. Did you did they say where she was killed? I it was I just like a house, I don't know. Like some, I think it was like on property somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then another strange thing uh was that she told investigators that she could feel the spirit of the killer walking through her. Whoa. And that that told her that the killer was also dead. Oh. But this confirmed to the authorities their suspicions that Mark Brown, who had lived on the farm, had been the killer because he died by suicide for four years earlier. So he was already dead at this point. Oh. But but that's who they suspected had done it. Sorry. So the murder had happened at least four years before then. Yeah. Because this was four and a half years. So he could missed suicide like half a year after she was found or whatever. Oh. And so then they brought her in and they didn't tell her any of this information right. like of their suspect or anything. And she's like, I feel the spirit of the killer and he's already dead. And they're like, boom, I'm certain it was this guy. Like she was killed on property. Mm-hmm. He's already dead. Like,
0: oh, my apparently God. that doesn't that still leave one other
1: guy? Well, it was to do either. Her? It was either him or the ex. Hmm. So who knows? But she told them how, like, it was said that her description of what happened was so close to what they found. She even told them how the body was positioned in the bush and where it was found and what she was wearing. And they hadn't told her any of that.
0: That is so what?
1: So they hadn't even told her that the main suspect had already died by suicide. And they were super skeptical at first when hiring her. But once she got the bangle and was able to tell them so much information, it blew their minds. Yeah, seriously. My mind's blown. Right? So those are my stories of psychics helping with solving murders. I'm into it. Like, do you feel like this is legit? I do.
0: I kind of, especially that second one I do. Right? I like that.
1: So my sources for this were a Reader's Digest.ca article, 13 Mysteries Actually Solved by Psychics by Lauren Kahn. Unsolved Mysteries dot fandom.com article by Marie and it was just like on marie you reebee your i don't know and you reebee i don't know and darian west.medium.com article by darian west how a psychic found the body of melanie Uh grunge.com article by amy lamaro how a psychic helped the investigation of Maria Scott's murder and a uh, Ilia Warren Mer- Mercury au article by Veronica APAP. Sorry, APAP. 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 <laughs> Truth about Maria's murder.
0: <laughs> it's important. You got to cite it all, you know? You do. I'm not, I don't know, I think I'm really into the psychic thing, I like that, because I know, like, when things are, like, super dead, like, as far as, like, super cold cases, they will pull in psychics when they're, like, desperate police. Yeah. So, I wonder, like, how police officers feel about that, if they're, like, I'm sure it depends on the officer, if they're, like, ugh. Oh, for sure. Or if they're, like, yeah, yeah. We need a we need a
1: psychic to come tell us how to find uh Susan Cox pal. That's what we need. That's exactly what we I wonder if they've ever hired someone just like I don't know. As like even just to get an idea. Or yeah, like, like now sort of I feel like
0: from what we've heard for years is they're like, Oh, she's in a mine shaft. That guy last year like was
1: positive. He like he dug in a mind shaft, but
0: then we never heard anything. So no. I'm assuming the not I mean didn't have hire.
1: I looked to see if he found anything? I mean, it would be on the news, but Exactly. I don't So know. I'm like, we need a whole
0: new direction. What we need is a psychic. Ugh. Like, we need a hero. We need a hero. We
1: need, we need a, a psychic. psychic. <laughs> right? Yes. Holding out. Holding out for a psychic. Till the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. And then we're done. Got to be strong. Got to be
0: fast. Got to be fresh from the fight.
1: Yes. We want All like, things.
0: We want a psychic that's also a boxer.
1: Is that, yeah. t- is that too much to ask? No, no, no. I, I think, think that's so. perfect, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um I was going to tell you something at the beginning that I forgot to tell you, but oh. I was going to tell you now because it was pretty entertaining. Okay. So, um if you're into true crime, if you're listening oh, to this and you're I into am. true crime, or if you're new to true crime, you might not know about this story, but um we were at our family reunion oh yeah a few weeks ago. And I was talking to Jared's family about my podcast. And I was like, well, my podcast. And they're we like We need cards. That's what we need. Right. And my one of Jared's uncle he said, maybe Jared's aunt could get me an interview just joking with <laughs> Mark Hoffman, because Mark Hoffman is Jared's aunt's cousin. Okay. <laughs> and who's Mark Hoffman? He's the guy who, like, did the car bombs in Salt Lake and stuff. <gasps> you don't remember this? It was, like, the Murder Among the Mormons story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, where he, he was like, making
0: fake art. Yes. Is he still in prison?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. was, like, not fake art. He was, like, documents. Yes, like, sorry. That's what I meant. Documents. documents. But, like, he was a master, like, forger mm. and, like, all this stuff. And it was Jared aunt's cousin. Yeah. And she said that when she heard the news of it happening, she's like, oh, He's God. guilty. She's like, he was a creep his whole life. <laughs> it's one of those.
0: Th- she did absolutely expect it. Oh yeah. She's like, he's a motherfaker.
1: Yeah, she's like, a hundred percent I believe I just, every I single
0: word. Forgot his name. That's yeah. crazy. So
1: yeah, write him a letter. Right? I was like, oh my God. We'll read I the shit out of that he's on your the cousin. air. That's so weird. I know, yeah. She Ugh. she needs to just write us in like more info about I know. i'll have to message her and be like tell me all the creepiest things you remember about him and that i can you'll share. have to cover that story in case right? people don't know it Ooh, it's a good one it is good so anyway uh if you are not a member of our patreon join we just covered john benet ramsey earlier well For last july month. yes but uh this saturday we are going to be doing our live chat and we need your theories we'll post it in a little bubble too yeah
0: we definitely will
1: um and we're going to be doing our live stream at 2 o'clock this Saturday. Yeah. Be so there. be there.
0: Or be square. Yeah. Or be a loser. We'll say.
1: Do you want to be a loser? Neener, neener, neener. You square. You, you didn't, didn't show up. up. You don't have a wiener. <laughs> but we'll be chatting it up. Talking theories. I actually f- just found a video about new information that was released like nine months ago. Oh my god! So.
0: Yeah. I can't wait. I'll be
1: checking that out. Also
0: on Saturday, keep your eyes peeled for a new reel that we just filmed. Ooh. Starring... Our new mascot, Creepy Jackson. Oh my gosh. Look at his... He also has bangs. He's a star, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Look at his bowl cut right now. And his wide arms. I know. He's just doing his best (laughs) David Turpin impression.
1: (laughs) He really is. Uh, But it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Send us an email, please. Please send us emails if you have any crazy twin stories, if you have psychic stories. I want to hear if you've gotten your fortune read. Yeah. Road Rage story. If you talked to a medium, I'd like to hear about it. Ooh, I've heard some, like, people tell me that they had experiences with, like, a medium that were really cool.
0: Really? I don't know. At first... After my dad passed away, somebody brought it up to me and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm like,
1: maybe. maybe. <laughs> I know. I'll have to talk to my friend and figure out because there was one that like a bunch of people I know went to and they're like, they told me, she told me things that like no one could have known. That's really cool. And so I'm like, legit. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And follow
0: us on Instagram at gloom and bloom podcast. Like. Rate review, subscribe, share, please share, share. Please, share,
1: please share our podcast, you guys. Yeah, we'd really like sharing to hit a thousand caring. followers.
0: We're getting there. We're getting so close. We're getting so close. Help us and out. And guys, our Facebook page is really funny. It really is. There's some good and stuff. bloom podcast. <laughs> I know that like nobody does Facebook. I do Facebook still, but I don't. I just get on like once a week and look at our page it's and I'm really always good. delighted at what you guys are There's sharing. some fun stuff. Yes. So. Okay. Oh, and it's your turn for a sign off.
1: Yes. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening, and make sure you for tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bloom, bloom out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>